Welcome back to the Truly Kenya podcast. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you guys. I want to start on a positive. Remember, you have we need to say something positive before we move into something negative. So I want to thank you guys because our show, my show, your show, this is our show. Our show, the Truly Kenya podcast, like we don't have a machine behind us to handle marketing or promotion or anything like that. It is really like grassroots, like just you and I, word of mouth, you guys liking the videos or downloading from your podcast platforms or you sharing. Um, So before I started the show, they told me in order to get to a thousand subscribers and I think like 4,000 hours or whatever, it was probably going to take me a year. But we are like six weeks into this. I think I'm about six weeks into this. We are, I think I have like 600 subscribers. And I know it, you know, comparatively, it's really not a lot when you compare it to other podcasts that have these machines and been around a long time. But we got to like 600 subscribers like in six weeks, which I'm super proud of. And um, that is really all because of you guys. So I, I just want you to know, I, I really do appreciate all of the downloads that you guys are doing from Spotify and Google, um, from Spotify, really, and iTunes. And I just appreciate the likes and the shares and you guys talking about the podcast. I appreciate the comments. You guys have some really good comments. So I just appreciate, I just appreciate your engagement and um, being supportive. Um, so with that, <laughs> What I had planned today was a different show. Silly, my same silly show. Do you guys see that piece of land? Okay. That same sort of silly show that I normally do, um, just because they bring me such good entertainment and laughter, and it's a good escape for me um, when I have those type of fun shows. However, I have, last two days, Every time I get onto Instagram or TMZ or wherever, I'm just seeing it's always a suicide. It's always someone who has a story about someone who has decided to end their own life. And so this morning when I woke up, I was up all night, but I did get a couple hours. So this morning when I woke up, I had received a text from a friend who literally was just checking in on me. Okay, so I'm always looking for signs about how I should be moving and about everything. So the fact that I was thinking about, and I've never thought suicide, um, but I've already told you about the time where I I went through like a five or six week depression. Um, But I've never thought suicide. But the fact that somebody just said, hey, I'm just checking in to see how you're doing. I miss you. I miss the, you know what I mean? How are the kids? I was thinking about the kids also. I was like, I think I'm supposed to talk about this today. So with that being said, I do kind of want to talk about it. And I'm not, I'm not trained. Um, This is, I'm speaking about suicide and depression, maybe from a mother's 
point of view, a friend's point of view, a sister's point of view, um, someone that, although I don't know you, I know you matter to someone. You matter to me. And, um, but I'm not crying. I'm not going to cry. But I really do want to talk about this. So I'm not going to try to get into statistics and facts and all of that because, honestly, I don't know. And I'm going to just try to keep it from from really probably a mother's point of view. Um, So where do I start? I want to say that suicide... And we've heard this time and time and time again is a permanent decision to, I'm telling you, a temporary situation. And I know sometimes your shit does not seem temporary. I've been going through a divorce for a year. Okay. I thought I was going to be going through it for six, six months. So it's not feeling real temporary, this situation to me right now. And especially when I hear it may take another year. But there is, I do know, another side of it. And people are just dealing with a ton of shit right now, whether it's financial, um, mental, you know, you may have some mental issues or I don't even know if they're issues, just some mental things you want to deal with, health, relationship. Um, But I'm telling you, it's all so temporary. Now, when I mean temporary, it may not be fixed or resolved tomorrow when you wake up, but you got to know it is temporary. It is, this is not forever, okay? And um, there's always tomorrow. Um, it is always tomorrow. And I think with suicide or the choice to move forward with suicide or taking your own life or someone taking their own life. I think that, um, I don't know if suicide, I don't, I don't know if you have to be first depressed and then depression leads to your thoughts of suicide. Has anyone ever just, you know, just woke up and decided today's a day suicide? I don't know. I don't know how you get to suicide. Okay. I do know that depression, and I'm going to speak from somebody like from my generation. I never heard the word depression when I was growing up. Like when I was a little girl, I've never heard the word depression. So my grandmother and my mother, if I probably would have went home and said, I'm depressed, they would have said, shake it off. Wait, what? You know, it would not have been understanding because they were going through so much stuff and they just dealt with it. You know, you just shit. You just keep pushing, really. Um, so depression, you can't see it. You know what I mean? It's not like you ran out and you broke a leg or you had a fifth finger. You know, you just don't see it. And I think that sometimes when we especially maybe my generation, sometimes if we can't see it, then it's real, but we think you can get over it. Like, come on, just choose happy or do something that's going to make you happy, Um, whatever. So we say that not to be 
um, dismissive about what you're going through, but because sometimes we really just don't understand it. And we're just reaching back to when we were little or what we have heard. Um, And I think that if you are a person going through depression, to hear somebody say, "Uh, choose happiness or go do something to get happy, go have a massage, go go to dinner, go on a trip. You know, I could see a person being like, what the fuck? I just said I was depressed, okay? It, it's it's not like that. But it's maybe because the person you're talking to really doesn't understand depression. So I would say you have to give a little leeway, a little understanding to that. But everybody is going through shit. I don't care how famous they are. I don't care how much money they got. I don't care how pretty they are, what the body is like. I don't care. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, and I know I said I'm not talking about myself, but for this, this is very important to me because as a mother, when I see you 20-year-olds and just your kids, I don't care if you are 60 and you got a 40-year-old. I don't, it doesn't matter. It just really makes me sad. It, It breaks my heart. So I am saying that, like I said, I, everybody's going through shit. So I'm going to just real vaguely tell you shit that I'm going through. So, you know, behind this nice little smile, you know, I got a nice house. I got good kids. You know, one kid gets on my nerves more than the other, but we're not comparing. Um, But I'm going through shit too. Okay. So on a, on the daily, as I'm smiling and I'm doing things and I'm going out with my friends and, you know, I may not look like a person that has real problems, but I have a real problem. So although I am here and I am out and, you know, I really do love my life, even though the other, the back shit that I'm going through that you're not aware of is still happening, I have a good life. And I just tell myself this shit is temporary. I will be divorced at some point. I know that. Okay, even on the worst day, I know this is temporary. And I'm saying that to tell you that, you know, everybody is going through shit, even if you don't see it. You know what I mean? If you can't, when you see them out there, they're good. People are going through different types of shit and levels of shit. Um, But people may do other things, you know, drink and smoke and be promiscuous and all that sort of stuff. But I'm saying this to say that you're not alone. Um, And if you are a person that feels like you cannot go to your family or your friends um, or a therapist, um, if you definitely your family and friends, sometimes your family, you feel they won't understand. Maybe you are an introvert and you don't have a lot of friends. There's always somebody. I mean, if worse comes, not even worse comes to worse, there's the suicide prevention line. I don't even think you got to give your real name. So be somebody you always wanted to be. But I just, it, it just has to be something else because your family and your friends if you feel like, damn, I just want to get this off my chest. Let's just say it's a sexual orientation thing. Um, because I run into a lot of people that say they had such a hard time coming out and how depressed and stuff it made them. So that's why I landed there. Um, 
If it's, if they know, I will feel better. Okay. So if you feel you can't say it in person, because maybe you can't, maybe you just know your parents are not going to understand it. Send them a text or leave them a voicemail. I think you can Google on your phone how to go, how to go straight to voicemail. Just leave a message. Because that way, that way, if it's a text or a message, they may say like to tell me something like this in text or voicemail. Okay, they'll get over how you told them, right? But that gives them an opportunity to know what the message is. I like, I, if your name is Betty, hey, mom, I, you know, I've been holding this for a while, whatever. I am in love with Mary. So that gives your mama a minute to ingest, did she just come out as a lesbian without you being there? So she can go through all her emotions, all her emotions and give her that minute. You know what I mean? Um, Because when you tell somebody news about you, you cannot expect them to be like on board immediately. Like you have to show them some grace and um, digesting or really taking in what you just said. So if you're the only daughter and you're now coming out that you are a lesbian that really may hurt your mother's feelings because you got to keep in mind when you came out, she probably, and maybe even your father, they have all these dreams and hopes and how they envision your life. Okay. And it probably didn't include Mary. So I think you have to give, especially my generation and older, you have to give them grace. You have to give them a minute to digest whatever it is you just told them. Because they're coming from a whole different era that you came from, probably. You came from everything is good. Everybody is accepted. People are people, blah, blah, blah. And if they are very religious, they may not subscribe to that. Do you know what I mean? They may not subscribe to that and may have a harder time. But and if you don't have family, if you don't have friends that you can talk to, then get a therapist. And I want to say this about therapists. Not every therapist is meant for you. I went through shit when I was younger, like a kid, never talked about it. I don't even talk about it to this day. The one time I tried to talk about it, I went to a therapist that was recommended because everybody loved this therapist, right? I think she was $75 an hour. So, and this is like when I was really living like paycheck to paycheck to paycheck. And um, so, you know, and that was a lot. But anyway, so I go to this therapist and she... We are talking, we're talking. And actually, I think I went to her like twice. So by the second time, she wanted me to say a sentence. And I hate when people tell stories the way I'm about to tell the story. But I couldn't say it. it. The sentence she wanted me to say was not wrong. I just couldn't say it. Okay. She was right on the money. I just couldn't say it. And what she told me was, I can't help you because you are unwilling to go through the process. So what that said to me was, well, then maybe I deserve how I'm feeling about it. Um, it just set me back. And um, so I never really talk, talked about it ever, ever, ever again. Um, but what I realized is I think there are other things she could have did. You know, like once I left and I really took in what she was saying to me because I was like, I know I didn't deserve it. 
Although she had me feeling like that for a second, like the guilt and all, all this stuff I was feeling. And um, but then I was thinking maybe she should have said, you can't say it, but can you write it? Can you write it on a piece of paper and slide it across the table? I don't know if I would have been able to do that, but I'm thinking maybe I could have. Right. And but for her to be like, you know, I really can't help you. I don't want you to waste your money. You're just not ready yet. Well, it's just kind of mean. And I could have found another therapist, but at that point I was like, done. Fuck therapist. And I don't believe that now because, you know, I have a therapist. Um, But I'm just saying, like, get help, you know, get somebody to talk to. And if it's not a therapist, like I said, you call one of these suicide prevention lines. Um, I'm sure they have one if you are depressed and need somebody to talk to. But I'm just saying that suicide is so unfair for the rest for you and the rest of your life and what it can be. And for all the people, maybe if you ever got to a point where you wanted to talk about how you were on the verge of or how you worked through or what led you up to all of that information that you have that you may be able to share with somebody else. If you move forward with suicide, all of that is gone. All of that is gone, okay? And in terms of the people that love you and you matter to, what you have left behind is a bunch of hopes and dreams that they had for you, heartache, seriously heartache, um, grief, And maybe a little blame that they may have, like, maybe I should have called that morning or I should have stopped by or I should have did this. And so the heartache that you will leave behind to people that love you, that you matter to, is unfair. And I think anybody that is willing to move forward and even contemplate suicide has to be a sensitive person. And I don't think you want that. I mean, because things are affecting you so much that you're just like, fuck it. I just can't do it. So I know on some level, you have to be a sensitive person. And I know, I don't care how you feeling at this moment. I know the people that matter to you even if they don't understand who you are, you still love them and they matter to you. And I know, I know, no, no, that you do not want to leave. You do not want to leave them behind in heartbreak and grief and and blame because they are going to blame themselves that they should have did something. They should have saw something. They should have said something. And... I just, I don't know who you are and I don't know where you are and I don't know why I felt so compelled to do this, but I'm telling you right now, you fucking matter. And you guys are so young. You got your whole fucking life, okay? So if I'm going through the shit that I'm going through that at some point in life I will definitely share, if it will help somebody, then you better go through your shit too, all right? And 
I think you find somebody, anybody, like I said, we're going to, I'm going to have a number up for like a 800 suicide prevention for you. I'm sure um, there are ones for depression. And I just, I just think we all going to be okay. That's what I think. We are all going to be okay. And I just want you to know you fucking matter. And this is not the year. This is not the year to maybe make in such permanent decisions about these temporary situations. Whether your heart has been broken, you don't have a, a pot to piss in. Um, they can't get your medicine right when it comes to your mental thing, maybe. They're going to figure it out. Um, I don't know, whatever. I'm just saying all this shit is so temporary. And I, I just, I'm just, I'm just begging. I'm really begging. Okay. Um, that just don't, just don't go, just don't go down a suicidal path because you can't take it back when you go and you go. Okay. So I think, and I think that you don't see it and you may not know it, but I think you're going to be so much useful to people around you and maybe people you don't even know, um, of what you went through. Cause if you've gone through it, you know what it says to somebody else who may be younger or just also feels like they don't have anybody like, fuck, they got through it. OK, maybe I'll give it another day. And if somebody is just saying, maybe I'll give it one more day, you're already winning. You're already winning. So, um, yeah, <laughs> like I said, I'm not a doctor and I'm sure somebody could, you know, Go toe-to-toe with me about what I said and how I said it. Um, And they will probably maybe be right. I am just speaking as a mother. I'm speaking as a mother. So I'm not trying to take the place of your mother, but you ain't close to your mother or you ain't got nobody. I'm saying this to you. You matter. You matter. And people love you. I love you. You, you. You obviously have some affection to me because you're listening to some shit I'm talking about. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And whatever you're going through, you're you're more than that. You're bigger than that. And I believe in God. And um, so I think the things that I'm going through, for whatever reason, the divorce, the kid, whatever, whatever he puts me through, I think... It's because I am supposed to do something with it. Do I have all the answers of what that is? No. You know, maybe the divorce is so I could better relate to other people going through divorce. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know. Maybe the divorce is so you can do your own shit. You can now take care of you. The kids are gone. Now focus on you. Maybe the divorce is I need you to get back to who you were. Okay. Um, I'm not sure, but I'm okay with getting a divorce. And, you know, we just, people are going through shit. I don't care how happy they look. Everybody got some shit in their life that they wishes could be better. So, um, so you're not alone. People may not be talking about it, but I'm gonna tell you right now, you are not alone. All right. So if you don't get anything out of this, this lady just rambling, rambling, I want you to know you matter, you are loved, 
And you're not alone. And this shit is whatever you're going through is not going to last forever. I promise you it is not going to last forever. All right. So with that, in this shit show, I'm just going to end it there. I don't want to take questions. I don't want to do anything. I just, I just fucking love you. That's what I want you to know. I just fucking love you. So thank you for listening to my banter um, and being supportive to the Truly Kenya podcast. One more day. That's what we're going to do day by day. Day by day. All right, y'all. Bye. Truly.